I can see now how easy it is to get distracted. What should have been a simple excursion to Breentown, to broker a peace between the Owlwood and these villagers, has involved battling demons, running from a tidal wave, exterminating a few gith, finding a hidden tunnel, and now for some reason my brother has picked a fight with Fay. One thing leads to another, to another, to another, and each step takes me further away from my lady and my purpose. I'm reaching my wits. Oh, oh my brother has fallen. I must go. He will fall. Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I am joined today by Schnobuck the Bastard, who is still <laughs> on his feet. <laughs> What's up, Sam? Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Me too. Uh, um, Phil Near Omajira, uh, who is also still on his feet and has done some major damage to these uh, these fake creatures. What's up, Tim? What's happening? Man, and finally... Iona Silhavine, the wizard who is now playing dead, <laughs> played by John Watson. What's up, John? Did he, did he see me? Did he? <laughs> well, before I do a recap, here's what I need to do. I need you to roll me a performance check. <laughs> yeah, I do. Just lay no, down. I'm not kidding. I'm going to lay down and just kind of slowly put my robe over my face. <laughs> okay. Uh, awesome. No, I think I think you got to give us a little bit of like what you did when you were struck down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh god. Wait. Wait. Actually, Sam. Wait. Wait. He has to roll his performance check before then, he then tells us before I say what what really happened. Before I say what really happened to act it on. <laughs> That's a thirteen. Okay. Wait. Okay. I have to roll. Oh, I want to roll these secretively. I don't want you to have dice in front of you. Yeah, just here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, Sam and Tim, I want you both to whisper uh, rolls to me. Um, uh, D20, please, both of you, whisper. Plus any bonuses? Um, uh, I will handle the bonuses on my own end. Okay, so Sam, it's it's slash GM roll D20. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay, Tim, I get the second one. There you go. Yeah, the uh-huh. first one was clearly the wrong. Yeah, that's clearly, for, the first <laughs> I one. I rolled a D29. <laughs> that, that, Can we just like right. scale that one down? I mean, the roll is a little bit better. Okay. Uh, John, tell me the quickling strikes, 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 strikes. And you're knocked down. And yet, as you fall, you begin to pick yourself up and. Then you decide, what? <laughs> How does this go? What happens? So, I'm, I'm like using my robe to try and to try and like swipe away his sticking, but he keeps hitting me. I'm, oh, I, oh, oh, And I, I, I hit the ground and then I kind of get up because I'm kind of awake, but then I just kind of flop back down. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, great. So this happens. Uh, and, and as you sort of survey the battle scene... You're sort of 
Snowbeak did a great job of reminding us how we got here. A couple of things I want to remind you is that you found this strange, weird room in a burned out uh, building, building that is the Hotel de Ville, that the illusion was still going, even though clearly it was cast on this room at some point before it burned down. That's when you went into the tunnel, which was in, hidden inside this room, and you popped out of the well, and that's when you had your first conversation with Oxpix, the, the, the Corrid Fae. For some reason, and we, I mean, we get into this in the bonus, I'm sure. Um, but Ionis decides he is not going to allow Oxpix to survive this meeting when Oxpix announces that he, he owns all of the gold of Adair. And if you remember, he gives you a little hint on what his last few days have been like of searching the town, and he can smell the gold, and then he can no longer smell it. And he says he knows it's here but he doesn't know where it is. And he's been digging all throughout this town and he has not yet found it. So as this fight ensues, you have incredibly fast Fae that are slicing up Ionis and for a bit sliced up Schnobik. And as we ended last time, thanks to some well-placed AOE spells, a half-elf and a vampire... <laughs> Uh, most of the quicklings are dead. There's still one limping along at lightning speed. Uh, and the <laughs> two Corids, including Oxpix, so it's Oxpix and Walpix, are both still alive. It is totally clear, Filnir and Schnobik, that when, <laughs> that when Ionis hits the ground, his head kind of bounces up and you can see that he's about to sit back up and then he catches the eye of the... He sees the quickling sort of start to look away from him and look toward Schnobik. And he immediately closes his eyes tight. And you can tell he's now closing his eyes tight and is, in fact, <laughs> awake. Um, but uh, he is on the ground pretending to be dead. I didn't know he had a faint skill. He had a faint skill, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, his faint check failed against you all. We're, it's unclear whether it, it failed against the two chords. We are. At Filnir Omagyra. Okay. And it is your turn. Now, the only thing I don't remember is exactly where I was on the battlefield relative to Oxpix, Ionis. I know I know, I did the Cone of Cold. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm, was, I must have been like 30 feet away. You're like 30 15, feet away from Ionis away. when he goes down. Okay. Um, and, uh, and the two Corids, uh, so one is... Uh, engaged directly with uh, with Schnobik, and the other one's about ten feet away. So, if I'm going to paint you this picture, um, Ionis is on the ground. He's actually close, about twenty feet away from you. Okay. Um, uh, there's a quickling on him, and in a straight line, Schnobik is engaged with another Corrid, and then ten feet beyond him, all sort of in a straight line here, a little bit off is Oxpix, okay. uh, who, is, who is over by the well. All right. Well, knowing that Ionis is awake and that these quicklings are such a um, pain in the butt, I think I'm going to stand by my wizard. Um, now, the question is, yeah, I'm going to... Oh, no. And I have in my notes here, just so we don't forget, Oxpix has Hexblade's curse on him. 
Yes. And, and also right. Booming Blade carries over from last episode. That is right. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to walk over to the... Although, is it, it's a Booming Blade from Schnobik. Yes. It's not mine. That's I just, right. okay, I just made notes okay. just to remember that it, yeah. it has to proc if he moves. Because um, he knew I wasn't going to take a note. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I know these things. Um, yeah, so I'm going to... Hmm, do I shoot it or do I swing at it? I think I'm going to swing at it. I mean, it's not going to take much. And just a reminder, they have all died very quickly once they've been hit with things. Yes. Um, and this one has been hit. Right. Yeah. I just don't know if I have enough movement to get past them to hit anything else. So if I kill this thing and I have another swing, it's going to go to waste. But if I, like, Eldritch Blast it, at least I get three shots so I could hit something else too. So let me do that. Let me Eldritch Blast before I move. So I'll go for the Quickling first with the... And this is with disadvantage, as a reminder. Because... He's blurry. He's just moving. He's all. He's so... He's like dancing around at all times. Even when, even when it's your turn, he's still moving okay. around. All right. So with disadvantage, I will roll two of these... Uh, 13 on the first bolt. Okay. That's a miss. Okay. Here comes blast number two, because I get three of these. 27 oh. and 27. That is a hit. All right. So he's going to take a D10. Eight force damage. And and it is, uh, you blast him, and you get him mid-chest. Mid and Center mass, the baby. magic... And and actually, like he is thrown back, and you can see the blurred movement stops, and you, he's shoved back so hard that his hands and his legs clap together in the air as he's going. And then when when the hands that have clapped together land, you realize that his entire core has been evaporated, and it's just Jeez. his head, his two arms, and his two legs is all that's left of him on the ground. Okay. And there's zero blood on him. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and then I've got you, one more, one more, one more blast. Uh, I will shoot at ox picks, um, and this is at a straight roll, correct? This is a straight roll. Yes. Uh, Twenty-one to hit. Uh, I believe this is a hit. No, eighteen missed yesterday. That is a or hit. last time. Yes, that is a hit. All right. Nine force damage. Good rolls on these tens. That is wow. very good. That's a very, very good roll. Oh, wait. Uh, Hexblade's Curse. He Does he take... No, is it Hex that he gets extra damage? Hold on a second. I think Hexblade's Curse now as uh, well, right? Uh, bonus damage rolls against the first target. Yes, he gets plus four to that. So 13 damage. Okay, that's a lot. Okay. I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, and then I have my Spectre. Okay. So that's right. You brought up your Spectre. I okay. Did. So Spectre's going to go over to Oxpix. Um, his flight is, his movement is 50. So there's no question there, I don't think. Yeah. I think he was in front of sure. him anyway, if I remember right. Um, yeah. And he's just going to use his melee attack, which is Life Drain. 23 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. And then it's 3d6 necrotic and a DC 10 constitution save, please. All right. Uh, eight damage. Wow, shitty rolls. Okay. Let me take this off first. So DC 10 con save or its hit point max comes down with the damage 
but I don't know if that matters too much. I don't know if this guy can heal okay. or not. He is. Uh, he's okay. He's safe. He's all right. Um, okay. Oh, and I was gonna. Uh, and Phil is gonna move over next to Ionis as part of the after he blasts all those things. Just to, are you gonna like stand like right like Are you in a guarding position? Yeah, I'm gonna like. Or? I'll like inter. I'll put myself interpose myself between in that line. Okay. All right. So, uh, Oxpix has been blasted by you. Uh, um, he pulls out from his belt. So he's wearing this sort of cape thing. It's like a, looks like a writing, uh, like a, like a writing cape. Oh wait, um, Tom, I'm sorry. This is yes. really dumb. This is actually hurt. Yeah. It may hurt me, but, uh, we're in sunlight, right? Where it's daytime. Uh, yes. So the specters roll should actually be at disadvantage. So uh, let okay. me just, let me just roll. Okay. Again. All right. Thank you, Tim. That's so that that's does gonna not miss. hit. Okay. That was so. That's this is what D and D is supposed to be. That's that's what it's supposed to be. It's just like I had to scroll down on my character sheet to see it. That's I right. Don't always use this thing. So okay. So so Oxfix is a little less hurt than he was before, but still, yeah, I mean, eight this, was not th- that big a difference. Um, and that uh, Spectre still just still right got in his face. Phil Specter in his face. He still got <laughs> Phil Specter in his face. Um, and my hair uh, is just blocking his view. Um, yeah. And uh, he is. Um, uh, he he sort of he whips his his um his cape around and it reveals he's got three scrolls on each side of his belt and he sort of reaches down almost like a almost like a like a like a gunslinger would like reach for a for his sidearm uh but it is first Schnobik's turn how far away am i from him 10 feet from oxpix and you're engaged with wallpix Oh, I'm engaged with wall picks, and ox picks is ten feet further. Yes, that's right. Hmm. What's wall picks doing? So, wall picks has uh has a great club. Um, and he I mean, had just pretty great, right? <laughs> yeah, it's super great. He is standing like on the ground. He is not burrowed, but you you saw him burrow uh, uh like a moment ago. And he moved through the unworked dirt and stone as though almost as fast as he walked. So he's, his hair is wild. He's dirty everywhere. He looks an awful lot like a, like a mix between a, um, between a mouse, a durger, and a mouse, a durger, and an elf. <laughs> All right. With dreadlocks. I have no quarrel with you, Faye, but if you persist, I will kill you. Uh, if I die, I, I, if I die, I will return. Back to your plane, then. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to Booming Blade. Okay. 16. That is a miss. And I'm going to bonus action attack. 22. That's a hit. Uh, eight piercing damage. Okay. Um, yep. So he looks really messed up. So when you hit him here, you, you sort of, uh, you sort of poke him and, and it, he's got super hard skin. It's almost like the stone skin spell. 
um, that when it hits, you can feel your piercing weapon. It sort of bends a little bit before it enters. Mm -hmm. And this time it enters and you see a little bit of blue blood come out. And as you retrieve your rapier, um, the skin, his skin sort of crumbles like rock falling from the side of a, of a boulder. Um, ah, ah, Oxpix, let us go. They will kill us. I have eaten food here. You ate food, Walpix. No. All right. Is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> got another rule. So, <laughs> so, so Oxpix hears this, and he is clearly now much more concerned than he was a moment ago. And uh, and you can see that the quicklings that you had that had you had seen eating in the in the uh, temple of Ehi, um, they are all still there. Their bodies are there. Their corpses are there. And uh, I'm going to give. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give you all one chance at a perception check. Let me guess. The one that wasn't eating is gone. The one that wasn't eating, only his clothes are there. 26 perception. Yes, Schnobik. I'm glad okay. I said that, and then you went ahead and rolled the 26. <laughs> <laughs> so you see you see that like next to uh, over over where the, uh, the, the ice cone of cold hit, there is a uh, a single uh, haversack, tiny little haversack, and uh, like tiny little studded leather armor and boots and a dagger on the ground where there had been a quickling. Vilnir, I believe you struck this one down, but it will return more powerful than you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Oxpix, Oxpix says, into into the ground brother into the ground and uh and walpix looks around and whips his hair over at ionis who's on the ground still does he whip it back and forth he whips it back and forth he does how far, how far he does a little hairography here and uh and how big is it how, how long how is far can he whip that miss 30 feet Good lord, and uh, and it's I mean it's like magical. His hair just like it's it looks like it's a dreadlock, but it just like shoots out as though he had like actually had a whip, and it goes over. And you, uh, John, you need to uh, you need to do a dexterity saving throw. Um, I believe because you are prone, you have disadvantage on this check. But he does have his reaction because we just had his turn and all he did was his death save. But I can't do a reaction that's, that's going to save me from from this, right? This, I mean, it's a dexterity saving throw. I don't know if you have oh, something yeah, that right. like, oh, you can, like shield's yeah. not going to save me. Right. right. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. What I want to do, I want to see if you're going to do this, Tom. If I have disadvantage, I can use my last luck point and roll that, and then I can choose one of the three. Um, no. So what will happen is you'll have disadvantage. So you'll roll one roll, which is two rolls, the lowest. That's one. And then if you don't pass this, I'll let you roll a luck point. You can choose yeah. between the lowest. Okay. I'm just saying that's what it says the first in, the, in the PHB. But it is up to you is ultimately. Is that what it says? It is Wait, up to is you ultimately. It says that in the PHB that if you, 
if you have lucky, you're allowed to change. Uh, I I a, can if with, with disadvantage, a disadvantage I can into roll, a super advantage. Uh, yeah, I roll a luck point, and then I can I can I roll a luck dice, and then I can choose one of the three. Can I ask you this? Uh-huh. And this is a real. This is that seems way real. This is real talk. This is real, real talk, talk. John. Real talk. When you got lucky, uh-huh. did you get lucky because you thought that this would be something you could do? Um, I got lucky so that I could uh, get advantage on Constitution saving throws. Okay, so if I say no, it's not like it's it's not gonna. We're not. We're break gonna. Apart we're gonna be. We're gonna be friends. We're gonna be friends afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Listen, well, I, I mean, I don't want to be up all night to get lucky. Can we just? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. No problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Let's roll and see what happens. Yeah. No. It's in the. That's crazy. That's in the PHP. It's. It's. It is. It's in the PHP. Yeah. Yeah. That seems crazy. <laughs> that seems bananas to me. But it's, to be that's able to do the that. feat. That's the feat. That's fucking yeah. nuts. Okay. All right. This is like turn off the computer, Luke. Um, <laughs> You know, right. Okay. All right. It's Turn inex- off the computer, inexplicable Luke. luck is what it is. That's all it is. Okay. Okay. All right. So all I got right. an eleven. All right. I got a fifteen. Okay. And I got an eleven. <laughs> and you're gonna use I'll the use fifteen. The, I'll use the fifteen. Okay. So the hair lashes out at you, and it grabs your arm, and and Walpix yanks his head back away from you, and you feel a tug on your arm like you're being pulled toward wall picks and then his hair just sort of ah can't quite grab you and you move about three feet but you don't leave your spot and he calls out the wizard is awake he is alive we did not kill him the quicklings have failed and he burrows down and a thunder goes off and it pops him give me that booming blade there's a Reddit thread. Use the feet, Luke. 16 damage. <laughs> yeah. 16. Wow. Wow, that doesn't seem right. Wow, that's a lot of damage. He rolled a yeah, one out of those, one of those three dice, eight, too. An, an eight, a seven, and a one. Good lord. Oh, my God. Okay, and and Schnobik, you're going to get an attack of opportunity because even though he's burrowing down, he is leaving your, uh, your reach. Your reach. So you'll get to do something at him. You have Warcaster, right? 13. Oh. Do it. Do whatever you're going to do. You have Warcaster. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it would have been an attack roll anyway. Booming oh, Blade. Booming, but you're going to do a Booming Blade or something? Yeah. Okay. So 13. Yeah. That's a miss. Okay. All right. So he burrows down, and then you hear rocks in the well, and you hear... Ah, <laughs> and 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 Oxpix looks around and says, "Wait, let me roll the damage on that real fast." Damn it! <laughs> let me just see if he's alive. As I mean, it's a three hundred foot climb we made. Yikes! Yeah, but he didn't go down all three hundred here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, fourteen. Here we go. Oh. oh. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, and uh, and Oxpix looks at you all, runs over to the well, and begins to cast something. Shit. Three. All right. Two. Fourth level counterspell. 
All right, let's see here. Ah, oh, man, fourth level <laughs> counterspell. It's like you know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, and he looks back at you and he's, Oh, I hate wizards. <laughs> and and it is, uh, it is your turn, Ionis. Okay, um, I, I'm assuming, uh, Filner knows I'm awake now. I just kind of tap him on the on the ankle and say thank you. And I um I misty step to uh Oxpix. It's uh about mm, ten feet from Oxpix and I open my scroll with the darkness bead in it. Okay. And I say right. and I say uh I say perhaps we got off on the wrong foot. Uh yes we definitely got on the wrong foot. Let me close the well we talk then. And that's probably six seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's so, you, Filner. So you have the darkness thing. It's all around you now. It's all around and me ten. and me and Oxpix, but I'm sure you can see clearly. Oh, yeah, I can see fine. And Schnobik can, can't He'll see. He'll have to run in there. I'll well, have to he run in. But yeah, yeah he, can't, <laughs> he can't see Oxpix. <laughs> he knows where he is. No, I know. Of course he does. <laughs> um, I just think it's funny. <laughs> That's like, funny. He can see what's right in front of him, but not I, just beyond I that. Mean, yeah, yeah. Here's here's the question. So I think what it looks like is like Jonas still lying down. Like Oxpix runs over to the well. He starts to reach his hand over like he's going to close the well with his like stone hands. And then Jonas goes, huh? no, not so fast. And then he like appears just for a half a second standing up next to the guy. And then it's total darkness. A sphere of complete darkness comes up. And it's you. you okay. uh, I'm going to run into it as if it's not there because uh, okay. it yeah. doesn't really affect me. Um, <clears throat> I could, I could, uh, how did, how badly hurt does he look? Um, now you, oh, you can see totally. So you know how um, uh, the, the one <laughs> had, had a little bit of blue blood come out from the, yeah. from the stone wounds. Oxpix looks like way more messed up than his friend did. Okay. It's like a mental prison him, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'll just swing my uh, quiet dark. All right. Uh, and I have advantage because I'm going to give you advantage on this one. Okay. He, I mean, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to No, Hey, I'm going to give you advantage. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Now remember if I get a crit, if I get a 19 or a 20, so let's see what okay. happens. Okay. Uh, how about a 19, 19 equals baby. 30 Jesus. on that roll? Wow. So right. that is a critical hit. So I'm going to roll. Hoo-wee. Uh, wow. I'm going to roll some extra dice. All right. Let's roll this one plus. So that's. Okay. Hold on. I got to add the D8. Another one. So 14 <laughs> plus four for Hexblade's Curse plus five Necrotic from Life Drinker plus one on the extra D8. So that's uh, 15, 20, 24 damage Jesus. On, on the first swing. Jesus Christ. That's so much damage. Okay. Keep going. Uh, and second swing. Uh, 28 cumulative, so no mm. crit. Wow. Obviously, that will hit. Yes, it hits. Uh <laughs> And that's <laughs> 22 Jesus more Christ. damage. Oh, my God. He's still alive, but man. Uh, so so you see 
every time you swing quiet dark at him, it hits. And it, again, it's if this was a normal blade, this thing would be bouncing off of him. Like you'd be hitting him, but but you can see that quiet dark just it whether it's sharp, it's it's not clear why this happens, but you're just fraying off stone every time you hit him. And so on the outside, like Ionis, you hear Filnir come in there and you just hear stone rubble falling all around you. And Oxpix is very quiet as he's getting hit. And uh and it is you have a bonus action or anything like that you're gonna do? Um no. Alright. And it is Schnobik's turn. And Schnobik, you have this about 30 feet away. Well, it's like 10 feet away from you where you stand now. Oh, you're in the darkness. Actually, you're in the darkness. The, the, the darkness is a 15 foot, right? Radius? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're in it. Um, and you know about where they are. Mm-hmm. Your blind sight's only 10 feet. So you can see Ionis in, the, in, in, in your blind. And you can see Phil in the air. And you saw him swinging at something that you cannot see yet. All right. I'm going to move over. Booming blade, this time with advantage. Okay. That is a 28. That is a hit. Wow. So that is 13 thunder and 7 piercing. All right. So you run over next to Filnir and you're in the darkness and you can see that there's just like stones everywhere and oxpix you can see his giant gray eyes searching in the darkness and he actually does in fact see you coming uh you can see that he locks eyes on you as you are as you're swinging your your uh your blade at him and you send your rapier into him and you can stone starts to fall apart and then what falls on the ground is just a cape a loincloth and a haversack and six scrolls and oxpix is gone i move quickly to snatch the scrolls <laughs> and you get all six scrolls i don't i don't hear anything you don't have what's happening <laughs> yeah, I might put your beat away, Ionis. Yeah. And deep underground you hear foots feet scampering, and then you hear the sound of stone moving. And the sound of more stone moving. And then silence. And we are out of initiative. Um I'm gonna go pick up the pebble. Uh which one? The one that Ionis dropped. Oh, it's in my okay. it's in my scroll. Oh, it's still in the scroll. Yeah, yeah. I just I just took the lid off. Got it. And then I just covered it okay. back up. Got it. Okay. I thought you like right. put it on the ground. Um, I'm gonna go look down the well and see if it has changed shape. If our exit has been uh, totally changed shape. So so it looks like there's a couple of places that are because how far out can you see? Two hundred feet? No, it's hundred and twenty. <laughs> 120 okay so from where you're looking you can't it does it looks the same Hmm. looks the same looking to see if i have anything that i can like drop down 
I don't have any. Well, I don't have any of those. Was... Glo- I don't have any glowstones in my inventory. <laughs> I, you don't have any wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> that was diverting. But where does it leave us? I, I apologize. I um, there seem to be too many people that are claiming this money. I don't know how we get a fay out of their bargain. And if they if they claim that they that it it's all owed to them, then we can have none of it. Well, I doubt they'll be in a hurry to come back and tangle with us. Well, I do wish that we could have at least spoken to the other one. He seemed like he didn't want to fight. Well, uh, <laughs> when you call for something's death and the blades are unsheathed, it's uh, not always easy to put them away. I, I do agree. And I, I, as I said, I apologize. Well, this Fay seems to be very adept at finding gold, and he was not able to find this gold. I don't know what other chances we might have, but it seems as though our our errand to the Owlwood is now more urgent. Speaking of this Fay, what happened? I don't see a body. I assume he's returned to the wild. That how, that can happen. How does that work? Is this a fey ability? Is this what happens when fey pass? He said that... uh, What did he say, Tom? He Uh, said something about that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, so... uh, The conversation about eating is the the, the pertinent one. Um, Right. uh, Yeah, it seems as though those This is not uh, his... This is not his plane. This is not where he normally lives his life. Ate the food of this plane like uh, Woolpix, who seems to have made his escape, and these little fuckers over there. Uh, They have crumbled and their bodies remain, but the ones who have not eaten merely disappeared. Nothing but clothes left. As you can see, there's only a cape and a loincloth here. There's a haversack too, right? Or is that, oh. yes. Yeah, I'll pick that up and rummage through it while Schnobig is explaining. So you're are you going for the the the, the quicklings or uh oxpixes? Oxpixes. Okay. Oxpixes is full of maps. Nothing but maps and a uh and a uh it's a small do you know uh sumie? It's a it's a kind of uh it's kind of Japanese calligraphy, but it's based on a very well-shaped charcoal that, f- that creates ink. And so you have this, like, it's a small uh, block that is a charcoal block that 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 you have seen, Filner has seen before, okay. that you can add water to it, mix it, and then write and draw with it in, okay. in, in black ink charcoal. And so clearly Oxpix has a set for drawing, and all of these maps seem to be drawn by the same hand, you'd assume, that these were drawn by Oxpix. Okay. Um, they are, um, every map has three axes uh, on them. So he is drawing in three dimensions um, and they are all uh, below grade maps. Below grade meaning like below the ground? Underground. These yeah. are all maps that he has drawn of underground tunnels movements um uh 
landmarks or not landmarks, rock marks, right? Underground, <laughs> um, underground, marks. underground uh, ways of telling where you're going when you're burrowing, basically. Okay. Um, you don't have enough time to go through all of them right sure, now, but right. like this is, yeah. And these these don't include the squirrels that Schnobik grabbed. No, Schnobik has not looked at the, at the scrolls yet for sure. No. Um. Can I look over Filnir's shoulder at the maps, and can I do an investigation check based on my knowledge of underground sure. architecture? Sure. Um, yeah. First, I'm going to have you roll a d20 okay. um, to determine which map you're looking at. 15. Okay. All right. Give me your investigation check. Uh, do I get any special advantage for my my knowledge of the Underdark? Um, uh, I mean, I would on... assume I have seen maps, 3D maps like this before. Yes. So you understand the maps mm -hmm. for sure. Um, here's what's weird about this map before you roll. And I'll just tell you, this is why you're not going to get um, uh, any kind of bonus or advantage on this is these are not maps of existing tunnels. Mm -hmm. These are these are burrow maps. So this guy actually moves in and out of stone. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so these are his ways of remembering where he searched for gold. 20. 20. Uh, this map that Filnir is sort of flipping through that you get a good look at, mm -hmm. look at, um, has uh sylvan you can't read sylvan has a has some has some markings on it that are thing that are similar enough to elvish that you can tell um uh that he's written you know uh dead end gold has moved well looking at this these maps it looks like this fay has dug up half this valley and still not found the gold beginning to wonder if this gold even exists and did we hear them say something about the gold keeps shifting? Well, he yeah, smells Oxpix. it, and then he doesn't smell it anymore. Yeah. And he's very good at smelling it. it it's, and I it, would assume very good at telling fake gold from real gold. Right. Yes. It's, it's very and odd. And illusions from reality. I don't, I don't know how it's happening, but it looks like... Yes, either... It, it, I would be shocked if the gold didn't exist but it seems like the gold is on the move somehow Ionis your purse of plethora holds coin yes but is the coin in it the entire time I, I, I suppose if it is put inside the purse it, of plethora it is stored in another else. dimension yes that's very interesting Vilnia. Could could it be this does not sound logical but could it be that somehow there is a purse of some sort that has its holdings under Breentown but in a shifting place this is nonsense I'm sorry this is it's ludicrous but it's either it's either that or I've done some studying as well on extremely high level spells where you can store vast amounts of wealth or 
anything you want in, in a different plane. Wait, wait, wait. What about your chest, Ionis? Like the one you used with Mr. Percy. You were able to pass things through. And it is not the only one. No. It is possible that the gold stays still, but the opening of the portal to the gold moves. Hmm. But if Oxfix could... If it is could... a chest that is being carried or a spell that is being cast in different locations. But if Oxpix can smell the gold, matters not where the through portal the is. the portal. But maybe, yes, when the portal is open, then he can smell it. And then when it's closed, he can't smell it anymore. Hmm. Perhaps you are on something. Does the smell of gold cross planar boundaries? <laughs> <laughs> it might when the chest is open. And and if it does, when those smell lines reach Oxpix, do you think he floats up in the air slightly and closes his eyes as though smelling <laughs> a good pie left on a windowsill? <laughs> you see down the palisades, uh, you see that there is um, a small commotion, people coming out of houses in, uh, in you know, I... I, I don't know if you remember, but we the 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 house that's sort of the, is almost color coded, and it's yep. it, as you as you come up, and you are up on the top level, which is black. Next level um, is is white. Then another level that's white, and then um, uh, the green and the blue and uh, and the yellow is down closest to the to the river. So on the blue level, the the sort of richest lady bone level. Um, which is second from the bottom. Um, uh, people are now emerging from their homes after the fight uh, against the GIF, and they are clearly coming out and cleaning up, um, checking for damage on their side of town. Um, you know, they're only a few few thousand feet away from you. Probably, they're probably only uh, 200, 300 feet down. But then. The, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of an angle um you know down the hill to get down there it's sort of a switchback thing um but you do see that there's a a man who has walked up and he is he is uh he's arriving on the black level from the switchback down the road uh probably 2000 feet away he carries a spear and uh and uh something in his left hand that is not definitely not a shield it looks it's like a small square in his hand, and he he calls out and he says, "Uh, yo, you, 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 don't by the well. Who, who goes there? Be you, be you with the Fay." Hello, friend. We are not with the Fay. Straight oh, up, brother. Try to look like as though you are not about to collapse. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they. They will return in three days' time, as they always do. They, they are, they are searching. Come, come, come down, come down to Blue Street. Come down to Blue Street. Uh, uh, the acting mayor Hagar would like to speak to all newcomers. Are you yes. from the Owlwood? Let us confer a moment. We will join you. What is yeah, your very, name, good sir? Very well. My name is Samwell. Okay, Samuel, give us just well, a moment. Give us a moment. <laughs> Very well. Very well. And he sort of moves back down the street. 
I sort of tap the rim here. To be frank, it's a middling well at best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do we feel as though the immediate threat of the Gith has passed? I know we, we came here thinking that they were arriving from this point, but now it seems more logical that both they and the Fae sought the same thing. And that is why they converged on that point. Does that does that track with your investigations as well? I, I do agree with that. I, I at the moment it feels as if the threat has passed. Perhaps if we go down, they can help us figure out where the gold actually is, and if they know, maybe we can help them in some way help them defend it. I do not know. You will need, at the very least, a short rest, but I think the most important thing now is to bring the armies back from the Owlwood so that they may defend this town. Yes, let us not go asking and about the gold. The and seek. we may move on. Well, I may not ask about the gold. I just thought maybe they would just bring it up. Before we do that, give me a moment. <laughs> and I start casting Rary's telepathic bond on the three of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll look uh, at Schnobik and then look at Ionis expectantly like as if there's going to be a like a sibling squabble <laughs> and then just kind of let it go <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i'm, I'm gonna assume you you're you can you can walk and cast this uh yeah and so you're you, you guys are gonna head down the hill i do not allow him to cast it on <laughs> ah, you motherfucker <laughs> What are you? Shinobik's got one rule, man. <laughs> I, just, I just get to Shinobik and I, I tap him. You and, and then I try to tap him again. And he just keeps shaking his head. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> my brother, my thoughts are my own. My thoughts are my own, brother. Were you not just complaining that we didn't have communication in this way before? Yes, well, before you enter my mind, you must ask. Shnobik, may I please cast this spell on you so that we may converse while we're talking to these people? Very well. Make me sick. I tap him on the head again. (laughs) Okay. You're entitled. (laughs) While we are on the subject, let us continue this. And Filner hears everything in his head. Yeah, it's like some bullshit brother stuff. Yeah, like not. A, yeah, it's just walking down, None shaking my head. Um, I, honestly, so, gentlemen, I don't know how I'm supposed to think on my own. What is this going on? So while they're doing that, you know, you have to walk through the switchbacks. It's it's actually like a mile to walk down to is the blue. Iona's gonna make it. Yeah, I'm hobbling. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. Um, but I'll tell you, because they're squabbling. Uh, uh, Tim, you're the only one who sees that the riders from the rest of your party uh, have have entered the town over the bridge, um, including Goliath Adair, uh, including the other uh, the other cavalry members and troops from from Breentown that you uh, brought with you. Okay. Um, Florin is still still stuck in. Uh, in your force cage, but because you're now looking out for this, you see that his horse finally is free of it, but he's still probably 
2000 feet, 3000 feet away from the town yeah. uh, where you, where you force caged him. So he's, he's moving at a quick pace, but it will be a little bit before he gets there. Um, and, uh, and you do see that the town is sort of moving out to the bridge to greet this, this, uh, uh, this, this, this cavalry that has arrived that, um, that, that you are, you are now possibly not a part of. Um, as you're making your way down the hill. You're like a child distracted by any shiny thing that crosses your path. Gold and fay, tunnels. We have things that need to be accomplished. We must get our priorities in order. Schnobik, uh, while I agree, I do not think barking at him in his state is going to really straighten things up. It's all right. Don't worry, Fjolnir. Him and his one-track mind can talk all he wants. There are more important things going on. I do not have time for his whining. Yes, but now I have to hear it, even if when only, I choose not to. If only there were more important things going on. <laughs> Good grief. So you finally get to Blue Street. Um, <laughs> every, every house here uh, has inlaid Lady Bone in it. Um, there are three blocks for lack of a better word. Um, and then there's a store, uh, on this street and each store is sort of different. One looks like it probably is a bakery. Another one is, a definitely sells alcohol. You know, they have a ladybone window in this one that has sort of drawings of different kinds of ale and, and spirits. Uh, and then, uh, and then you see the good, good shower potions, and uh, and then as you sort of make your way to the middle of the street, uh, a, a, a burly man, about six foot six, like a huge, huge, uh, I want to say Goliath of a man. I mean, I realize Goliath is a real thing in this um, in this <laughs> world. So he's not a Goliath. He's just a real, real, real tall, heavy dude, probably 350 pounds, mostly muscle. Um, uh and uh, bald with a big old beard, super dark skin, and uh, and he he comes out and he says, "Greetings, I'm Hagar." And I, if uh, you say we should go shopping, brother, I'm going to lose my mind. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> uh, greetings, um, Hagar. Gre- am, greetings, Hagar. Ionis Silhavind. I am with the Free Breen Army. We've come to assist you in your battle with the Gith. Oh, yeah. The, the rest of your fellers are uh, down there crossing the bridge, it looks like. What were you doing up in, what were you doing up in the, dark, the dark street? No, we, we were told that the Gith were arriving in your town from a certain area. We were hoping to close them off, and we followed some tunnel that led us up that way. I, it, it's very confusing. It's the it's it's the it's the god's damn fae. Every time the fae show up, so do the gith. I I only just realized that they are not in league together. So every every single time. Every time, every time those fae arrive. Every time. So we have three days. Presumably, well, it's it's been about it's been about every three days or so. Yep, yep. Uh, wait, before, before I, I get too much of this, uh, are you Phil near Omajara? I am. Good God. 
you look just like her. Like who? Galwinia. She's my sister. Yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I've heard. I, you are, you're famous here, man. Uh, I, I, I heard you're training uh, Florin Gershon down there from Lakenhearth um, to be some kind of proper uh, sorcerer. Is that true? I've given him some tips. Well, uh, you know, everybody from yellow and white and green, they all, they all, they, they all worship him. And I think, uh, and I think by extension, maybe you, um, come on, come on, come on in fellas. Uh, this, uh, uh, this town's in trouble. And, uh, uh, if you're really the, if you really do lead, lead an army of the Breen, I got some things you're going to have to hear. Yes, we have, um, we may need some help from you as well, but we welcome a place to sit. Ionis is a little fatigued from the climb up the well and, uh, skirmish with the Fae, but, uh, none worse for wear. So, so Hagar kind of like, he's, he's heard your name twice now, John, and, uh, now he sort of like tilts his head to the side and you know he's he's uh he looks like he could be a noble from Monterre. like hmm. skin's very dark but it's but it's also like very well tended i mean it's sort of he can tell he's been moisturizing his whole life he's maybe 50 years old uh and um you're not used to seeing him this big in uh in Monterre. like most most nobles sort of I mean, no offense, but they look a little bit like more like you than this guy. Like he, he looks like, he looks like he's a, he's a fighter. Um, and, uh, he sort of cocks his head and he says, I don't understand where you were two years ago. Uh, it's really you. Uh, well, in, indeed it is I, um, do I, do I know you? We waited two weeks for you to get here before marching out against the tower. Uh, your dad was convinced you were on your way. But ultimately, it just we just ran out of time. My good man, I do apologize. I was delayed. Well, he puts out his hand and he says... I, I guess you're not royal no more, um, so you can shake a man's hand. Uh, royal or not, I and, prefer to meet people at eye level, and I shake his hand. Yeah, he says, uh, fair enough. <laughs> Looking at his chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. Looking straight up, yeah. <laughs> straight up from your, 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 your little profile here. He's, he says, uh, Hagar Bond Shumpton. Uh, please, please to meet you. Very nice um, to meet you as well. Uh, you recognize the last name as a name that you've heard. I mean, he's definitely a noble from a noble family. Cloudsy? Uh, no. Um, uh, though maybe at one time, um, 
but you're you 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 know all the all the last names of the people you know the you know at least one person in every family who lives in the cloud sea okay. they, 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 these are maybe some fallen nobles um you know every once in a while at the coming out parties um you know uh you've you've had a bond shopped and like perhaps come out at one of these at one of the the debutante parties okay. but um n- none has ever been a queen in your lifetime okay of the okay. of the of the debutante balls bon, um, bon shompton yes of the montaire yes. bon shomptons uh i don't believe there's any other it is very very nice to meet you what brings you down to Breentown? Uh, i was i was here with the montaren army uh I was forward deployed three years ago and waiting. And then the full force of Montaire came down and, well, we still got a lot of people here. I'll tell you that much. There's a lot of Monterans here. That That is good to know. I, I, I'm a, a bit uh, confused. You, you are from nobility, yet you were, you were in the military force. Were you, were you leading the charge? Uh, I, I was a... Uh, well, I was more in the intelligence field. I was here setting up a forward deployment so that so that your father could have some information uh, who was loyal, who was not loyal. Um, we actually we actually hired Galwinia to do a lot of the initial reconnaissance out here. And uh, Anyway, we don't have to talk about the Battle of the Bands. It was uh, it's dark days. It's real, it's real, real dark days. Uh, I'm, I'm a Brini now, Your Majesty. Well, can I say on behalf of my family that, that I'm deeply saddened for the debacle that was the Battle of the Bands? I don't blame you one bit. Well, that is, I, I, I wouldn't have come either. That that is good to know, but it is good to also take responsibility for one's family and one's mistakes. Let's drink to that. And he pops open a uh, a a bottle of not your favorite, um, uh, but it's it's called the Exequa, and uh, it is definitely a favorite of the Mickelberg when they're trying to buy the most expensive expensive wine on the menu sort of thing okay um and uh uh it uh, you know you, you do your best not to recoil when you smell the sweet 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 it's almost <laughs> like muscadine uh super sweet wine um and uh and he pours you all uh, uh a glass and he says well i think you should know what what's what's been going on here um uh Master Omajara, do we need to wait for Florn, or is he? Uh... He will be along shortly. He was um, on the way in as we were walking down. He was held back um, during the battle with the Gith, but should be should be along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I have a, I have my own personal Florn here as well. I know all about that. Um, the brains of the outfit need to make their minds up before we bring in the. Uh, the figureheads, so to speak. Am I right? <laughs> Indeed. Um, all right. Well, uh, it's very fortuitous and fortunate 
that you showed up today. Um, we have been protecting something at, at great cost to us here in the brain for the last year or so. And what is that? We control a great deal of gold here. I look at Snowbook and Fjolnir. The problem is... The problem is it's transmuted. It's transmuted into, into what? And he picks up a hammer and he walks over to the wall of the, of the, uh, of the, the winery that you're in, the, the, the bar, and he hammers on it and it looks like a flake of, uh, of plaster. It's about to fall off. And then instead, this blue wall that's painted blue, it just dents in. Super soft, dense, and he says, uh, "All the buildings on the on Blue Street are gold." Whoa! So, I'm I'm sorry. I'm. Is this this is how you protect it? This was Not intentional. Me. Not me. It's a dare's wizard, and. uh I mean, here's the problem: is we can't do anything with it. No, of course, we're a we're we're a target, and nothing else. So you need help transmuting it back. You need help with defense. You need help. Jesus with... of Waterdeep knows the situation. The Fey Corrid is figuring it out. Goliath Adair, who you came with, all of my intel is that she wants it. And she has no idea what it is. Here's the problem. Until that wizard dies, this spell is unbreakable. It's, it's not gold until it is gold. Do you know what I mean? Just for my own sake. What's this wizard's name? His name's Grigley. In my brain, I say, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, not so loud. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to do this in the first place. <laughs> yeah, Felner does a very tiny, barely noticeable flinch in his head as if someone has just screamed in his ear. <laughs> he, he told us it was the safest way. If the gold gets into anybody else's hands, I mean, why can't you just move it? Why can't you just put it someplace else? I don't understand what's so special about us here. Clearly, we've all been thrown for a loop. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I do not understand. Are the houses made of gold or are they is the gold transmuted into some other material what are the what are the physical properties of this this is this is all i understand now and he holds his arm up and he and he like flexes his muscles and he says "I, i was i was made for doing physical work not for thinking through magics but Grigley, when he came here, 
He told us all the real buildings were now someplace else. And these were different buildings that looked the same, but were heavier. And he points and he says, look, look, they're sinking into the Palisades. Like we, we, we have to keep digging new thresholds for us to walk into. There's, there's tunnels with water underneath each street. At some point, this whole mountain is going to collapse. He, he turned, he moved our village someplace else. We don't know where it is. And he exchanged it for houses that look the same, but are made of gold. And even when we hit him and he hits it again and you hear kind of a clang up like a metal hitting metal, he says, even then it still looks blue. It still looks like the plaster wall. There's nothing we can do. What happens if a fire breaks out? Up here, I, I don't know. I, down there, none of those buildings are made of gold. Right. No. Case in point, what happens if someone were to heat the walls to a, if a, you know, an oven were to catch fire? Does the building stand and everything within it burns? Certainly there's been one. No? While they are talking, I am going to slip off to a dark corner of the winery. Okay. Do I need, do I need to roll a stealth check? Um, <laughs> a- anything higher than a 10 or actually 15 because he's right 26. there with you. Okay. I mean, <laughs> they're fine. talking. I yes. just sort of back up, yeah. back up a little yeah. further, walk off to a dark corner. Um, I am going to take out my ascended ore and okay. touch it to the wall. <laughs> okay. Um, so nothing happens um, to the wall, but your ascended ore moves straight through it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's not there, but as soon as you pull it out, the wall's hard. It's like it's moving through air, and then you put your hand on it, and it's hard again, and 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 metally, like you can feel it. It doesn't feel like plaster; it feels like gold, cold to the touch. Yes. So I I was going to do this before he disappeared, uh, but I wanted to put my when he was talking about the buildings, I wanted to put my lenders on. Okay. So, I'm just wondering. Like, so, so, how does Iona explain this one? Like, sorry, it's so bright yeah. inside yeah, this right. dark winery. I mean, he's he's asking us to inspect. I'm inspecting. Yeah. Uh, so, can I can continue the conversation with Hagar while you guys are putting on your investigation? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Phil near continue on. He sort of like looks around at you guys both like going to inspect the walls and. He he gives Filnir a sort of a knowing look, and he's like, "Yeah, everyone everyone wants the gold when they find out what it is, right?" Yes, I think we have run into many magics in our time together, uh, and um, I think they are more interested in the nature of how it came to pass that walls could be made from gold. Um, that said, Hagar, I wonder. We were most recently in the Owlwood. 
Um, and it seems you have forces there standing against the Owlwood, and we have brought down by the bridge um, Lady Goliath Adair, and she is not hostile. She is not um, an enemy or an aggressor, and um, part of the reason that we came was to help with the gif, but we also would like to ask to pull your forces from outside the Owlwood, bring them back here to better defend the town, and perhaps we can find a mutually beneficial relationship and pull our forces together as a true free Breen army. So you say Goliath is in charge of the Outwood? No, not exactly. She was ensorcelled. Uh, and yet By another... Mm, perhaps through another person. <laughs> I, I could not be sure, but there was a, another wizard who has since been slain who had ensorcelled the most of the camp. You will find them in complete disarray. Felipe Madamba is now in the Owlwood rallying the troops that are from that part of the world and bringing them back to their common cause. This feels very similar to two years ago. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> well, we do not represent like, Montana. I feel like half more complicated than that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more complicated than that. <laughs> I know I, I know Ionis comes from Montaire, but we are not here on behalf of the Monterans. <laughs> Ionis is his own man at this point. Ah, uh, it's the old ensorcelled leader has her magic dispelled and the 300-year-old revolutionary comes back to rally the non-human troops and propose a parley. I'm going to give up. Uh, uh, yeah. Every two the... years, something like this rolls around. <laughs> we used to call this the 100-year-old flood. Uh, uh, give me a persuasion, Jack. I like what you're doing here. Come um, on, diplomat. Right? Yeah. All right, where's that button? Here we go. Uh, 16. Okay. Assuming it's a straight roll. Uh, so, you know, he seems to be fairly moved by what you're saying. Um, well, let's, let's meet this Adarin then. Or I suppose she's actually a Monteran also, isn't she? In a way, she is. Um, and I know much of your town feels loyalty to Florent Gershon. Part of the reason his town even still exists is because of our help, though. He may not be so eager to say so. But I would have Who's... you know that we mean no harm. We are trying to unite the valley. We have heard... Rumors of terrible things that might happen. We are trying to prevent them. I wish they would have never left. We have too many problems here to be infringing upon the Owlwood. A bunch of opportunists as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll meet, I'll meet Goliath Adair. Um, but as I'm speaking to you, I have an idea. Uh, 
she may have to surrender to me. In my head, I will say, Ionis, I hope you're listening. You may have to talk to your aunt. The hostility in the Owlwood was not something that will help us. It needs to be ended formally. It's true. That is a good point. I do not like it, but that is a good point. Perhaps there is a middle ground. What? Perhaps she will end the hostilities and announce the end of her aggression. Can you please find out what happens to her should she surrender? Brother. Yes? Our aunt does not surrender to the likes of this. I just want if to know... If anything, she makes a formal surrender to you, as will this Hagar, now that we have cleansed his town of Gith and Fay. Snowbeck, I, I do not believe that I need Hagar to surrender to me. We are here to help. But... It wouldn't be a bad yes. idea for it wouldn't be a bad idea for our aunt to surrender to the Freebreen army. That's not a bad idea. Hmm. Perhaps that's is a the way to go. Is it Hagar or Hagar? Shna, shna. Hagar. Hagar. That's okay. horrible. Schnobik uh, <laughs> <laughs> has a little bit of the uh, was that old joke from The Simpsons where the aliens are like. I don't understand why Ross, the largest friend, doesn't simply eat the others. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly, we're the baddest ones in this valley. <laughs> Everyone should just bend the knee. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Hey, guy, we will have a conversation with... Um... Lady Goliath, but I, I must ask if there is um, a, a punishment that you would seek upon surrender. Uh, I mean, what could she really give? What, uh, I mean, she doesn't control this gold. She can't return our homes. She's, she's taken our men and our women. She's killed She's burned three bridges uh, that are that are Breentown bridges, uh, you know, up and down the river up until we get to the Owlwood. Uh, uh, yes, you'll I... pardon me for saying so, Hagar. Schnobik uh, speaks up from the back of the wine. But it does not seem as though you control either this town or this gold either. That's very astute. Uh, I didn't catch your name. I did not give it. I just go back to what I was doing. <laughs> and he just continues looking at you. Um, I would I would know the name of the person who I'm speaking with. Then I will speak to you no longer. <laughs> and I go turns, back to what I was doing. In my head, he turns back. Snowbeck. <laughs> yeah. This is not helping matters. <laughs> I turns back to you, Phil Nair, and he says, he says, uh, you're... you're comrade is not wrong i i'm merely a caretaker i was i was warden of this town six months ago i was in charge of making sure beasts did not pester the farmers on the outer reaches of our of our territory here um i am only a mayor through battlefield commission for lack of a better word three mayors have been slain by the gith the real the real power is is 
The woman they call the ghost of the Breen. We have seen her in action. She is a force to be reckoned with. One that would be much better placed in town should the Gith reappear. Well, I definitely agree with you on that one. We would very much like to speak with her as well. As I, as would I. I, if if we if we strike out for if we strike out for Miller's Crossing, which is where they amass, I, with Goliad Adair, I believe we can have the proper introductions made. You cannot simply send correspondence that her help is needed back here. She will not return because I summon her. She will not return to protect the town from Gith. She will not return to protect the town from the Gith. She left while we were under attack, telling us the real enemy lied to our north and our west. How long is the trip? It's a 12-hour walk or a three-and-a-half-hour ride. We're riding. You need to rest first, don't you? I definitely need to rest. Hagar, I shall offer you this. My aunt will not surrender to you, for she has already surrendered to the Free Bean Army, of which we are the head. We will present this to the ghost, and we will tell her that we are here to help, and then we will broker a peace with the Owlwood, and then all will be taken care of. In my head, I say... Uh, Ionis, I believe you would attract more devotees if you were indeed the Free Bean Army. (laughs) (laughs) Did I I say it wrong? Yeah, you dropped the R. I was about to go. Did I say it wrong? I did not notice. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Shinobik's not going to let something like that slide. Um... Neither's whoever's editing this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, so, right. so, so uh, uh, you continue drinking your wine. He's not much of a conversationalist. Um, he finishes. He just he looks at you. You guys are all still quiet. You're still examining the the, the building. I'll let you do some some perception and investigation checks in a moment. But okay. basically, he finishes his wine. He stands up and he says, "Well." I'll see you out there. I guess I have to put on a pretty face for the child king of the Breen Valley, I suppose. Child king? That's what they're calling him. That's what who's calling him? (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) That's what who's calling who? (laughs) (laughs) Flon Gershon. I knew his father. Ionis, we better rein this in quickly. Indeed. All right, so he gets up to leave, and uh, I'm going to let you do some investigation checks. You said you were going to do. What were you looking for, John? Uh, I put on I put on my lenders. I want to see if if I can see through any of the magic, or if I see anything differently. So, um, it it just looks like gold everywhere. Well, like ladybone windows everywhere too. Bright gold. Ladybone is there for sure, but it's 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 they're it's different gold. from lenders somehow. Like I mean, like because otherwise everybody that looked through, through the window would be like, oh, it's gleaming. <laughs> yeah, no. So the lenders are a little different from just plain old, just taking a piece of ladybone. I mean, they're they're sort of uh, pressed and there's their magic. Um, 
the the sort of ladybone windows are are uh, not a whole lot of ladybone, and then I mean, uh, you know, stretched they're sort of thinned. like stretched and thinned, and so you can actually see through them like at, from a distance over too much bread. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. Can I roll a couple of hit dice? Yeah, sure. You guys can do a short rest here. All right, for sure. Get my spell. So, uh, this the other things that you sort of see in this sort of spirits bar, for lack of better description. <laughs> it's sort of just wine bottles are stacked up in in the center of the room, so that the the um, the walls you can walk along the walls and you can see uh you can see the backs of the of the wine bottles um and uh and there are the the shelves the the base of the shelf are they're all uh chests that are super ornate and locked um and then that's that's about the first three feet there's sort of like a single drawer that pulls out it looks like and the rest is full of wine. Um, uh, each one of these locks look like they have been locked using a spell. Like these are these are arcane locked. Uh, even if you try it, you just it's Im- sort of impossible to sort of pull these things open. Um, this is this this looks like it's become the town hall. Basically, it looks like these are. These are not. These are not wine. This is not stuff that's normally stored in 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 a, in a wine cellar. Basically, boxes and a box of gold. Hmm. Who thought the treasure would be on the outside? How many boxes do you say? Uh, it's ten. Each shelf is sitting. Sort of. It's. It's it's just kind of balanced on here. It looks like they definitely took a shelf that was normally freestanding and put it on top of this, these chests. And we've been left by ourselves left by yourselves entirely in this room. Yep. Um, do we need to see what's in any of these boxes? Are they accessible? Or are they like supporting the shelves? They're supporting the shelves. It's like two to of them open a cinder block. <laughs> yeah. Well, two of them are are actually drawers that are just ah, come out, just okay. pull out. Yeah. I honestly, you are welcome to snoop, but I do not know how long we will be in here, and I imagine we should cut Flawn off before he claims victory over the Fey up on top of the hill when he was at the bottom. Good Lord, that boy! I will excuse myself and rest my eyes for a moment. And I'm gonna, can I find a, a secluded place somewhere in here? Uh, inside there, the building, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a couple of rooms that are like, it, it, there's definitely people. Hagar's probably sleeping here. Like there's a cot that's you know mm-hmm. doesn't belong here uh, behind my, the bar. My senses may be slightly keener than than yours. I I believe I hear Florin accosting the mayor. <laughs> I'll walk outside. Yeah, I'm gonna walk with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Florin remains on his horse, and people are coming up and sort of like touching his horse, and uh, and he <laughs> he looks a lot less angry than he did before. 
um and uh and he's holding now a, a sword that looks like it's made of silver and uh it's much smaller than a normal sword and he sees you come out of the place and he goes feel near feel near i i'm i told you i'm a celebrity here look at this look they gave me the sword and look they gave me the shield they told me it's a shield of bring town it's 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 wonderful it's wonderful and, and and I told him if if we need to, if we need to, we can we can execute Goliath Adair, and and uh, and 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 have this whole thing come to an end if we have to. And we will do no such thing. Well, I'm just telling you options. Well, I appreciate that. We will always consider the options, albeit briefly. Um, Flon, we should have a conversation separately. Uh. We also need to get Lady Goliath to a place where she can be held safely from those who may be angry at her, but also we can maintain appearances that she is in our control and not free to wander. I, 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 I agree. That's why I did this. And he points back over his shoulder and, and she's on her horse, but he's leading her horse and her, uh, her hands are bound in rope and he is pulling uh the rope uh and 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 her on it he says uh, uh mayor hagar uh you say we had a you had a place for us we could use oh, oh oh yes oh yes you can have all of black street all of black street can be yours that 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 is that is uh um the houses are fine they're just farther away from the water um uh and it's plenty enough room for all of you Ah, Black per- Street's back. All right. <laughs> uh, so is that okay? You guys gonna go up to Black Street? I'm gonna minor allusion to um, hardly hardly seems like appropriate uh, accommodations for <laughs> the revered Florn Gershon. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna minor allusion to to Goliath, a whisper in her in her ear. Uh, not, not if you're hurt. And she shakes her head. No. Uh, Florn, may I take uh, the lead of Lady Goliath Adair's horse? Uh, sure, sure, Filnir. Uh, so, gentlemen, let's continue this up in the bar up in uh up on Black Street. There's a bar. Oh yeah, it's a tavern. It's 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 up there. Beautiful. Um, I've been Quite there a bunch a of times. Quite a view from up there. All right. Quite a view. Quite a view. Uh, I look at I look at Hagar. Uh, are, are you saying that we have full run of Black Street? No one else from Breentown will come knocking, as it were. Well, if the army comes back, I suppose they're going to want their houses back. But for now, they're all gone. And if the Giths show up, we are as far as we can be. For being of assistance. Well, I mean, if you want to take Yellow Street, everyone who's from there is dead. That doesn't sound great either. (laughs) (laughs) Might I ask what happened? Gith happened. And somehow every this, person from Yellow Street was. Well, we had to, the militia, 
The militia comes from yellow first. We've been attacked 15 times. We will find a way to put an end to that. I sure hope you do. Perhaps Yellow Street does make more sense. Ionis, so we will be closer. All right. Just feels creepy. It is your decision. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're right. We should be part of the action. Uh, and it's, I say in my mind that the main thing I'm worried about is anyone looking for revenge against my aunt. Indeed. Are we safer on Black Street? Are, are they able just to talk to each other telepathically, or is it like a party line? Like, it's a party line. They can't keep you out. We all, we all hear everything. Yeah. You don't have to answer. Right. Okay. Was that question to Hagar, Filner? <laughs> um, no. So, so, so Hagar says, hey, listen, it's fine with me. Um, here, there's no locks on any doors in Yellow Street. Uh, the shops that are there, uh, famous for never closing. Um, the tavern doesn't even have a door. Um, I suggest taking any points down to the, to the house that's closest to, to the, the Center Street Bridge. And he says, uh, uh, that house there used to be mine. That's the warden's house. Um, that one can lock. Uh, it's a steel, it's a steel beam. You can put on each one, each one of the doors. Um, I, uh, everything else, maybe you let your cavalry spread out on Yellow Street. Uh, no locks. We'll have the towers up. You know, there's guard towers on each bridge, so we'll have some warning at least. They always pop up, and he points out toward the Hotel de Ville. He says they always pop up right over there. Every time. Seems like tactical positions could be taken then. But it's not regular. I mean, no, we have no. these people stationed in the, on these towers. We see them. We see them. And then they're on upon us. And it's been tactical. We've been doing a pretty good job recently. The first three or four attacks were the worst. Hmm. All right. Well, we should take Lady Adair, secure her. It, Meanwhile, it, back in the winery. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I call Bezalith to my hand. And Frostbrand arrives. My lady, we must confer urgently. Oh, yes. I am getting very impatient, my love. As am I. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another uh, errand is... Uh, an opportunity has sprung into my path, and I, I hope you will uh, agree that it was a chance worth taking. Uh, the Adarin treasury is here in Breentown, where I am also now. Uh, how much is in the Adarin treasury? Um, hundreds of thousands of gold pieces. Uh, it, however, it has been ensorcelled. Uh, there is an entire street of houses here that has been, the gold has been formed into the shape of houses. It is, <sighs> appears to be the work of Grigley. Hellsp... Oh, Grigley? So say the townsfolk. 
Schnubik, what do you know of Grigley? I know uh, he is your longtime acquaintance and uh, seeds this valley with his foul magics. Well, that's very true. This sounds like Helspeth, but perhaps they're working together again. Or perhaps she merely says Grigley when it is her work. I don't think that's right. Well, maybe we have been thinking about this all wrong. I bow to your superior wisdom, my lady. My last... Stay with your brother. Keep the ore keeper close. You must go see Grigley. Get a pen. Or something to scribe with. And and let me recite some runes to you. And she Oh my god, you're actually gonna make me take a note. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. This is it. This is it. Right, Seventy three episodes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shinobi gets out one of the scrolls he's he got that he hasn't looked at yet, and he's just gonna write on the back of it. Yeah, okay. So so she begins to name uh elven characters, which are you know, actually Sylvan, Sylvan writing. And, uh, it translates as O P E N H A L F. Oh, F. Yes. He's a real character. <laughs> well, now listen, you can use this. You can use this to go to a place that is between this world and another world. It is called the Contrails. Now be careful if you do decide to go there. Every minute you spend there will be like spending a month here. Oh my God. You must move quickly. This will take you to a place that looks like a hallway. Seek the green door. The green door always leads to Grigley. My lady, I I must seek your clarity. Uh, I also have the Adarin Lord's Ascended Ore. There's the gold here in the town. There's the ore bearer who swears fealty to my brother. There is Grigley. There are already too many threads. I feel them slipping through my fingers. Which, which one must I pull? My last. You must take the ore and the ore bearer. And the would-be king. To Grigley. I believe he can help us in all of our missions. And he will strengthen our hand against the elves and the Gilbrain. 
he will show you how to destroy worlds. Bring him Adair's ascended ore. Offer it to him as a gift. As you wish, my lady, as always. My last. Hurry. And I send the sword back to... Wherever. Her, her, <laughs> back to the lead. Her heart. Who, whoever holds it. Does heart hold it most? Heart holds it most, yeah. I would assume yeah. so. All right. So... And then I, I go out to the street... And I do I see the procession moving? Uh, the procession is is uh, is basically moving around Yellow Street down by the by by the docks and the bridges and and uh, Florin is still up on his horse and uh, and Filnir is leading your your aunt who is bound in rope on a on on a horse and he's leading her to the finest looking house on Yellow Street. Um, I shall stay in Black Street. No diggity. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and the sun begins to set in the Breen Valley. The smoke still smolders from the south part of town. Um, you have some new toys in your, in your, uh, in your possession, Schnobik, that I'm assuming you're going to want to take a look at over the <laughs> yeah. course of the next next few hours. You want to just tell me what they are on the bonus? I'll tell you what they are on the bonus. Yeah, for sure. That sounds good. Um, and and the three of you, all of your trails are seem to be converging on Grigley as you attempt <laughs> to end these wars. So that's where we're going to end episode 73? 73. 73. 73. You survived. You survived the Fae. You survived the Gith. And you have something of an ally in in Hagar von Chumpton. I, I can't believe I wasn't there to say Gith happens. I know. Well, what are you do? <laughs> well, they're like the attacks are irregular <laughs> they just show up out of nowhere yes well everybody thanks for listening um looking forward to uh taking these guys back to the gnomes gap i think in the next episode oh. i'm hoping <laughs> right. yeah. that's that's uh, clearly the target that tom's pointing us to yeah, yeah. i think so yeah yeah so well, I mean, wait, but before we do that, we've got to broker this peace between the Alwood and the Breen Town, and huh. we got to <laughs> why go to you have a, you have get the control rods. <laughs> you got to figure you out a house who's that's locked. Here. No, you 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 have a house that you can lock. There's no need to. There's no, no need to stay there. You could go. We're going to gonna be gone for weeks at least. Yeah, right. I mean, good grief. Time Come works differently. Now. Time works differently, but 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 you know also. You have a way to reach Grigley now. That's not the contrails as well. Yes. Well, we think we do. We, we're you think you we do. assume. Yeah. We'll compare notes. Compare notes. We'll maybe <laughs> yeah. compare notes in the bonus. We'll compare right, notes on the bonus. Go drop a five and a scribe. We've well, already subscribed if you're this far. Uh, but yeah. go give us a review. 
Drop a five star. I'm just going to, I want to emphasize that a little harder. You know, if you've been listening to this show, if you're 73 episodes in, if you feel like we've given you a lot of free hours of entertainment when you're driving your car on those lonely roads at night, all we ask, tell us we're doing a good job. That's 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 all we want. We want a pat on the head. We live for it. We love it. Uh, Tell us you like us. Uh, and we will be oh so happy. It's all we ask. And and come back and join us on the Patreon uh, and the Discord server and get those bonus episodes and also MCM, the Mountain City Mayhem, which is getting really, really hot as well. So <laughs> Indeed. All right. All right, y'all. Toodaloo, everybody. Toodaloo. 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 To